Welcome to the Get Secure, Stay Secure podcast. I'm Martin Scott, and today I'm going to talk about former employees getting revenge. So revenge is a form of justice defined as being a harmful action against a person or group in response to a grievance, be it real or perceived. So as an IT person, I've seen thousands of terminations. Most of them are civil with little or no threat to a business, but I've also seen some craziness that involve destruction of physical property, threats, company defacement, and pornography. So here are three facts to keep in mind about former employees getting revenged. The electronic age has electronic age has made it easier for vengeful workers to sabotage an employer's business. Nowadays, you have things like social media, cell phones. You can take screenshots. Um, you have microphones. You have cameras with you everywhere you go. Um, you have file syncing services. All that stuff has made it much easier for employees to get revenge. Two, employees know the weak points of your business, the ins and outs. They know where your business is vulnerable. They know all the dirty details that you're not telling your customers, um, how you make your money. They know this. Three is uh, 75% of the information that they generated, they're going to take with them. So here are a few ways that uh, former employees get revenge on their employer. So theft is the most popular way employees get revenge. They're either going to you know, do digital theft, which is stealing documents, images, videos, spreadsheets, PowerPoints, um, all that kind of stuff. Or they're going to steal, you know, there's going to be physical theft, right? You're going to steal computer equipment, dongles, um, you know, things like that. So uh, the second way is sending or posting confidential information. Uh, many times have I seen, you know, an employee uh, either fired or whatever, going to, you know, sending it off to, you know, um, a news outlet. You know, maybe there's a, a popular, you know, YouTuber somewhere. And that person's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, you know, do some damage to the company. Three, inserting pornographic material. So I worked at this company where this previous employee, <clears throat> or actually he was on his way out. I think it was like his last day. And he had placed a bunch of porn on the shared server and stuck them in, stuck it into a bunch of PowerPoints. So that guy was crazy. So um, another one is uh, giving away items for free or discount. So there was this article about this Marriott hotel employee who was terminated, but his access to the system was not revoked. He went home and listed 3,000 hotel rooms that normally go for an average of $250 a night for $12. And the employee knew that the hotel would have to honor the pricing. And so that cost, uh, caused a $700,000 loss. And again, going back to what I said, his employees know you know, the weak points of your business. Um, employees can, former employees can damage your reputation with customers. Um, oftentimes I've seen, you know, employees who have direct relationships with customers, they will, they will, you know, whether right before termination or after being terminated, reach out to the customer and, and, you know, start telling the customer all this information, whether, you know, it'd be true or false, hoping the customer either leaves or, you know, next a lawsuit or something like that. Um, I've seen, uh, you know, former employees leaking rest secret recipes on Twitter. Um, and again, the, again, the employee knows all the, the details about the secret recipe in hoping that either, um, 
the customer sees this and says, oh, you know, what's inside of my, you know, my recipe or I thought this was different, you know, maybe even starting a lawsuit, maybe the company lied about something. Um, yeah. Um, I've also seen employees intentionally damaging computer equipment, you know, by wasting water, dropping it, you know, it's their last day and all of a sudden their computer just stopped, stopped working, you know, two gallons of water just happened to, you know, spill on their laptop on their last day. Um, <clears throat> there was this, uh, student at a college in New York, a former student, and he bought this little thing called a USB killer. It's like a USB stick. And what you do is you plug it into anything that has a USB port and it destroys uh, anything it plugs into. And he destroyed 60 computers that way. Um, I've seen employees sabotaging uh, existing information by either inserting incorrect information into like a database spreadsheet. I've seen employees deleting information, uh, deleting the backups of it to this information. Um, let's see. I've seen uh, employees taking information to another company. Uh, using it against the uh, the previous employer, you know, I've uh, I've seen employees export, you know, databases of customers and then take that to the employer, to the new employer, knowing that, you know, they're going to poach some of their customers. Um, lawsuits are also fairly popular. Again, with the digital electronic age, these screenshots, PowerPoints, I mean, screenshots, you know, text messages, video, you know, this person could start a frivolous lawsuit to the company. Um so this is this guy. I mean, his name was Terry Childs. Most people don't remember this. This was a while ago. Um, but he was the IT guy for pretty much the whole city of San Francisco. And what this guy did was he thought he was going to get fired and he locked out the whole entire city. He was the only one who had access to uh, police records, um, emails, payroll, you know, jail uh, inmate information. Locked out the whole entire city. No one else was able to get in. He, you know, he was able to, you know, get his uh, grievance, you know, uh, heard by the mayor and then, you know, um, things are all fine again. So now that I've laid down this doom and gloom of, uh, employees getting revenge, uh, many of these acts are preventable. So when you talk about prevention, the point is not to go through every possible scenario and prevention method, but it is to go over some basic things. So here are a few ways that you can prevent this from happening. Um, an offboarding process, one, an offboarding process, which includes a checklist and other confirmation procedures. A, you know, sometimes this may be automated. Maybe you're able to click one button and then it fires off a bunch of triggers and actions that, you know, revoke this access. Um, otherwise, if it's manual, then you have to have a step-by-step -step process. You shouldn't be going off of memory. You should be going off of something that's documented and is audible later in the future. Um, number two, if uh, you don't have an offboarding process, well, if you do have offboarding process, it's completely useless if you're not keeping inventory or track what this employee has access to, what equipment they have access to, what systems they have access to. If they, you know, have a login for something that you don't know they have, then there's no way you can revoke that access. Three, uh, exercising things like split knowledge and separation of duty. So now split knowledge is, 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 is the concept of more than one person has access to this information. So you don't have one person being a silo of information of access. Um, and separation of duty is something very similar where, you know, one person, you know, they can't uh, cut themselves a check and then sign it uh, and then print it and then, you know, you know, walk off with a bunch of money. 
you know, one person has can print them and then, you know, do this and one person has to sign and the process has to be, you know, twofold, right? Step four uh, is letting key staff, letting key staff know. You don't have to let everybody know, but I have seen at least like 20, 25 times where an employee knew that the company wanted to keep that termination quiet. And that employee reached out to their friend and asked for, you know, some files or, you know, some access to something. The employee had no idea because they didn't know the person was terminated. Um, So five is physical threats and damage. You know, sometimes you may have to hire a guard. Um, I've seen, you know, businesses, you know, call local law enforcement to kind of just, you know, escort an employee off the building because I've seen people, you know, I've seen people knock everything off their desks. I've seen people break windows. I've seen people lunge at other, um, you know, managers uh, that are involved in the termination process. I've seen HR people get smacked in the face. Um, So these are some things that you should go over as, uh, you know, uh, uh, offboarding process. Um, I put an asterisk next to this one because letting customers know is kind of a slippery slope. But um, and again, in my example, where I've seen employees or former employees reach out to customers and start, you know, telling them all this information or even trying to poach them, the customer has no idea. Um, So, you know, that's kind of another again, that's one of those conversations that at least should happen. Not sure about whether it should be one of those things. Um, So that's pretty much it. Um, That's it for today's episode. Uh, Don't forget to uh, subscribe and get secure, stay secure.